Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the Toronto Raptors obviously coming off a tough Game 7 loss to the Boston Celtics. Coming off an amazing season though at that, even though they got knocked out early in the playoffs. And we'll obviously make a video breaking down some of the things that happened in this season. There's been some news surrounding a guy that we have brought up a lot on the podcast. It's been brought up a lot around Raptors circles. And... You know, without further ado, let's let's break it into episode one of Giannis Watch. Giannis Watch, episode one. Ben, we're tracking his every move. This is going to dominate the <laughs> offseason. We're following him around. Not with helicopters. You know, we, we're well aware that scares players away, maybe with uh, stealth flyers. Um, ben, this is, <laughs> this is serious business. Uh, there's a man. He's the biggest fish in the pond. Giannis Antetokounmpo. What, what do we know about him so far? Well, Giannis, you know, you've seen the Instagram pages, the people talking about 2021 offseason is the offseason that Giannis is a free agent. And, you know, the the Raptors have been one of the biggest names in play, along with the Warriors and the Mavericks, in terms of really going after Giannis during that time. And it seems like every team gets rumored. And we've made, you know, listeners to the podcast know that we've made a lot of videos on why it's possible the Toronto Raptors can go at him. But now, with the Milwaukee Bucks getting knocked out, basically gentlemen swept by the Miami Heat in the the second round of this year's playoffs. You know, there's a lot of people looking at that and saying, you know, because Giannis has said in the past that the the reason he'll stay in Milwaukee is if they're winning. And getting basically swept in the second round is definitely not the definition of winning. So, that that's the the main thing that he sort of hinged on to. I know after the series he brought up and we'll get into all this that he wants to stay, and he's not going to demand a trade, but there's been some new developments in the Giannis situation that gives the other teams searching for Giannis hope that he may come to the to their team and specifically us, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, Ben. Well, let's hear it because this is the interesting thing. If you look at a team that should be championship ready, it is the Milwaukee Bucks roster. Their regular season has dominated best record in the NBA the past two years in a row. They have a team that they surrounded him with relatively good three-point shooters, a strong defensive core with Brooke Lopez and guys that are tall, long, athletic, but they can't get it done in the playoffs. They've shown that two seasons in a row. So in order to really take that next step, if they want to be championship ready, they're going to have to retool, it seems, that entire roster, which I, I don't know how likely that is. And that's why, really, there's this whole driver and speculation that Giannis could legitimately be on his way out the door, Ben. So what, what news are we hearing so far? Yeah, we'll dive into the Bucks situation too uh, as the podcast goes along. But the the big news, especially after the things that he said about supporting the Milwaukee Bucks and not demanding a trade and whatnot, but he did recently unfollow all the Bucks organization, all of his Bucks teammates on Instagram. There has been some people say that he does this occasionally and whatnot, but it's coming at the same time. You know, it's coming at awkward timing because there was also a, a simultaneous report that he met with Bucks ownership talking about the future in in Milwaukee, what they should do, what his plans are. So, you know, the, the small there's smaller franchises in the NBA, you know, from everything we've heard that the Bucks want to remain competitive and want to keep a championship competitor. But, you know, they're a smaller franchise. We see a lot of small market teams want to shed money, not pay high luxury tax and all that sort of stuff. The Bucks have a really high payroll and, you know, they're there's not a lot of avenues they can really make this team better. So it could very well have happened that they say, you know, they, they can't make this team great. There's been rumors about Chris Paul and stuff, but 
Riker, you know, maybe Giannis didn't like what he heard in that that meeting, and obviously he's not the type of guy to come out and be demonstrative online or something like that, but that could be a subtle little hint to what might be going on behind the scenes, Riker. Well, we know all about this guy's MO, and we'll have to break down in one of our subsequent Giannis Tracker videos the reasons that there'd be pull to the Toronto Raptors. But ultimately, the whole narrative around this guy Giannis is how he's really he's a loyal guy. He wants to be in a win-now situation, but he's a loyal guy. He, he's not going to go out and demand publicly a trade. I, I just don't see that happening. Maybe somebody who's listening to this video, they might have some evidence to say that he's going to be a little more aggressive potentially in negotiations. But I think from everything that we've seen over this guy's career, he, he's not going to do anything that is out in the open. It's it's going to be behind the scenes, sort of like you, you've suggested that he, 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 he might be doing there now. So I think if we get news uh, as this develops, it's going to be from reading between the lines on on these little actions that's taken, such as him unfollowing his guys. But Ben, you're right about the whole cap space thing. And, and that's why I think, you know, whether or not they trade him off before they offer him the Supermax or they just keep him around and see if he'll sign and play the weight game for a year, maybe something is in the works rather with trading away another guy like has Chris Middleton's dra- or trade stock gone up enough that they can look at packaging him up with maybe Eric Bledsoe or somebody and and doing some sort of big trade to bring in a, a couple of guys that they think could maybe be better shooters or be more effective in the clutch uh, more veteran type guys I mean I know this is not the youngest Milwaukee Bucks team but clearly they didn't have guys that had that playoff win mentality Ben so I, I don't know if we're do you think it's guaranteed that we'd be looking at a deal that would shop Giannis specifically or do you think maybe there could be conversations around looking at how to re- reshuffle the rest of the team but leave him as that centerpiece well, I'm sure that's what the Bucks are hoping for. They want to keep Giannis at all costs. Having superstars are obviously, a, you know, well at the reasonable cost to their franchise. But you know, Giannis, the the stars in the league are the real revenue drivers for teams. So I'm sure they're going to try and do all they can within their power, within their monetary availability, to to keep that guy on the Milwaukee Bucks roster. I don't doubt, have any doubts about that. And they've come out and said they made two big decisions following this the gentleman sweep from the Miami Heat that they're going to plan with going forward with Mike Budenhoser, and there's rumors that Giannis would have wanted that to happen, so that's a part of Budenhoser keeping his job in Milwaukee. And secondly, they're going to try and shop Eric Bledsoe, who they obviously signed to an extension last season midway through, and people were really confused about that because they let go. They chose him over Malcolm Brogdon, and I think... 99% 99% of people would take Malcolm Brogdon, especially in the playoffs, over an Eric Bledsoe. So those were those were those are two nuggets of news that we got surrounding the Milwaukee Bucks. But you know the the big thing about the money thing to build off of as well is the league's revenue has taken a major hit, which is hitting these smaller markets even greater than it would you know a team like the Toronto Raptors that's owned by Bell Media, which is a, a company that's thrived and during these this time and all that sort of stuff. So we're not really worried about money and revenue and all that, but you look at the Oklahoma City Thunder, who they're just begging to give players away and, you know, to, to get a shed salary and all that, not just because they're trying to tank. They had a great season this year, but they, they've said they don't want this high luxury tax if they're not championship contenders. And, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks might be in a similar situation. There's I know there's rumors about ownership and stuff a couple years back, but, you know, with, with this whole pandemic, with, 
the the Bucks underperforming and you know the high salary they already have tied up in a lot of players and even last season they let players leave I could really see them not having the greatest pitch to Giannis for for next year and if Giannis doesn't like it I'm sure they want to keep him for one more year regardless but if he doesn't sign that extension you know even if he doesn't demand a trade that could sort of handcuff the Bucks into trading him because you can't let that a guy like that walk for nothing if you're a team like the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, but that's another question though, Ben, because really, if this salary, if it affects the salary cap and limits the ability or, I mean, we don't really know how it's going to look like in terms of teams being able to offer the max contracts to players, if it's going to reduce what that max contract looks like, but it's a big financial incentive to get a super max on a team and whether or not you're willing to sacrifice maybe your path to a championship and just because you're getting more money we do know that Giannis's whole backstory and and how he came over to America and how tough his first couple of years are and how big of a family guy he is yeah his two brothers are in the NBA but they're nowhere near making the amount of money that he is you know will that dominate uh, in to an extent his desire to stay in a certain market uh, if another team can't offer him the same amount of money I'm not sure Ben and uh, it is an interesting thing that we're gonna that that'll probably play out as the offseason I'm using kind of air quotations because that that, that'll be interesting to see how it plays out but as the offseason progresses and we see really what the financial situation is looking like Ben yeah for sure and you know a lot of the things Giannis has said have been a bit contradictory or or a bit in different places because he's saying he wants to stay in Milwaukee right after the right after the series ended, but he's also said going into the playoffs and whenever he said it, we made a video on it this past season that if the Milwaukee Bucks, the only way he's leaving Milwaukee is if they're not winning. And you know they did pretty solid last year, making it to the conference finals, but not even competing in the second round against a fifth seed. You know that is certainly not the definition of winning. So. You know, maybe he's looking to a franchise that has more of a winning culture, can prove that they can build a team around a superstar, and, you know, that's the thing. So, if this is the case, and he doesn't sign the Supermax, and the the Bucks are forced to, you know, make a deal for him, or, you know, we don't know really know how it's going to play out, should the Raptors end up trading for him, or play their cards, uh, make their, their bets, and hope that he leaves next offseason 2021 to, you know, obviously get him without having to give up assets. Well, Ben, we know what the the challenge is of trading for a rental, especially if he comes in and manages to win in his first season as a Toronto Raptor. (laughs) You can make the argument that you've satisfied that urge to win a championship. Now you know you're going to get paid out whatever team you go to. Just pick the team that you're going to be the most content in in every factor. If it has the potential to win, it also will maybe give you the most satisfaction as a, you know, just a person in, in the the geography of the area, maybe the teammates that you'd be working with, the coaches, the franchise itself. I mean, we have these arguments for why Toronto could be that destination, but the main factor always playing against Canada is, of course, the weather and the winter specifically, and the tax, the taxes a little bit as well. But Ben, I, I think that we can't underestimate as well trading away a bunch of guys on the possibility that we might again find ourselves shorthanded if the player wins in that first year, then decides to leave afterwards. Yeah, see, I, I think the Kawhi situation, because obviously you're alluding to how Kawhi came and we traded for him and he left to the Clippers. Kawhi just wanted to play in L.A. That's the big thing. I don't think there's a destination that Giannis really wants to go to. 
Giannis isn't, he's not from America, he's not from a specific state, so the, he can't be going, saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to go home like Kawhi did. So, and Kawhi almost stayed. The winning factor almost kept Kawhi onto this Toronto Raptors team, despite the fact he was adamant he wanted to go to LA when he demanded a trade and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I think, assuming we just don't suck... With Giannis, if we if we win, I think the the Toronto culture, his relationships that he already has within the franchise, all that sort of stuff. I think Giannis would definitely stay if we trade it for him. Now, I don't I don't think that's Homer thinking, Homer bias. And Toronto is such a, a great city for international players and just people in general. I know there's a huge Greek population there, so I I think I I wouldn't be as worried if Giannis came as I was with Kawhi. Yeah, even though he's a one year rental technically. Well, that's fair, you know. And if if in, in another thing that goes well is there have been the rumors already that Toronto has been in one of his top destinations if he was to leave, whether that whether or not that's generated from his own camp, um, or if it's just from you know people putting that onto him, putting words in his mouth. So we'll see how it plays out. But obviously, you could make some pretty strong arguments. We'll break that down in another Kawhi Tracker episode. This one was really Kawhi mainly Tracker? about sorry. Ka- Kawhi tracker? Oh, jeez. Dude, you, ha- you had me talking about Kawhi. Thinking about that guy, man. Rip. Listen. Giannis tracker. Giannis to Toronto. <laughs> There's a lot of positive reasons why he could come up to the North, Ben. And what we're breaking down today, obviously, the first little bit of momentum towards maybe him leaving was, of course, the unfollowing of the rest of his teammates on Instagram. You can't read too much into that, Ben, but it's a promising sign nonetheless. It's, you know, we're, we're off. The disappointment of losing the playoffs is behind us now. This, this is what we're looking forward to, Ben. Yeah, most definitely. And obviously, everything with this is going to be a reach, right? We're going to have to reach when looking at stuff with Giannis and all that sort of stuff. But just like Kawhi, there wasn't many expectations, and he didn't even come out and say it. it had to be reported by a bunch of different people that he was going to leave and stuff. People sort of looked at Kawhi's the same sort of way. Oh, he won't he won't leave the Spurs, or he's a mild matter guy. He's a perfect fit for the Spurs. And then look at what happened, and there's been even more rumors surrounding Giannis, and there's been more playoff struggles with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks than obviously Kawhi had with the Spurs. He won a championship over there. So I definitely think it's within the realm of possibility, but there's going to be a lot of reaching. We're going to try and break everything down because this is one of the more exciting storylines that we have right now as Raptors, considering that the playoffs are done. And, you know, basketball, we're not sure when it's going to come back. We're not sure when the draft's going to happen. We do have a pick this year, which is exciting, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see how all of this plays out, Riker. Absolutely, Ben, and I'm on the clock here, so got to wrap this up, but uh, it's going to be a long off-season, Ben, and a lot of exciting news coming out. Yeah, for sure. You guys are the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Lots of content coming, even with the Raptors knocked out, so stay subscribed to the Raptors Digest. Tell your friends about it, because it's going to be a fun off-season, Riker. Absolutely, Ben. Cheers.